Hey ladies, I know it can be difficult to find time to wipe. That's why we invented the Ass Wiper 3000 Mark II. Its patented booty cleansing technology helped ladies get to that tricky spot with ease. The universal arm attaches to the top of any toilet, making dumps on the go stress-free. If you call now and use the code HYPOTHETICAL, we will throw in a pack of Clorox bleach wipes to get that booty hole bleached to perfection. And introducing the Man Edition, available in two exclusive color waves, black and camo. Every man knows after a long day of chopping wood and saving babies, that ass hairs can get tangled and hard to navigate with that traditional toilet paper. Just flip on the ass pounder setting and we'll tear right through those babies like a weed whacker does dandelions at the beginning of spring. Yeah! Yeah! Cleaner butthole, better life. Ass wiper 3000, Mark II. What up, shitheads? Welcome to episode 9 of the Hypothetical Humans podcast, the show where we discuss hypothetical situations and fecal matters. Fecal lives matter. Yeah, they do. They do. Um, so this, this episode is about, um, not having, you know, a place to put your, uh, doodle. Your shit. Um, after it comes out of your body. Yep. This yeah. episode is about a world without toilets. If it's didn't about a lifelong prairie dog and <laughs> just, it's never coming out. Well, you wouldn't prairie dog if you didn't have to worry about a toilet. Would you just like expel everywhere or would you like make an attempt to be like polite polite as in how like not in a public place or in somebody's living room or no you would just like not in front of people you know you'd be like oh that's a nice tree um excuse me uh family i'm just gonna look at that tree uh with my pants down i guess or would you just shit your pants like at that point not in my pants see i don't even like to be sticky so for shit to just be sitting around in my pants all day that's not really my style. When's the last time you sh- you shat your pants? What's today? Saturday? So, yeah. uh, Tuesday? In the Uber ride home. Ka-chow, ka-chow! No. <laughs> I'm kidding. That was a joke, everyone. No. Um, I, I haven't shat my pants in a few weeks. Um, <laughs> I am lactose intolerant and I love ice cream. It's a terrible combination. <laughs> I have none of those things, so I'm fine. Here he is with a special bowel. We get it. You can digest all your food. I can't, um... Yeah, you're lactarded. What am I supposed to say? <laughs> I just, I can't give it all. It's not my fault you're like this. I know. I'm like, I'm just going to have this pint here. Mm. And then I'm like, oh shit, it's coming out. It's coming out full starts to bubble steam. up and you better run to a toilet when that warning shot hits. I started getting um, non-fat milk in my morning latte because um, I'm lying to myself. It doesn't work. No, it still has lactose. And you are, in fact, intolerant of lactose. Yeah. And we should be tolerant of all toasts. <laughs> <laughs> I like my toast with butter. Uh, preferably Martin's potato bread. Mm. Love Martin's uh, potato so bread. So good. Love. Martin's potato bread is distributed on Long Island. Like the um, distributor. The distributor? Yeah. That's there. good to know. We should go visit them. We really should. And we should be like, you got any loaves? <laughs> What? Just a loaf. A loaf? Yeah, a loaf of bread. That's how they're sold. In loaves. In loaves. Loaves. Is loafers. it with a V or an F? 
Um, if there's many of them, it's a V. If there's only one, it's a loaf. Okay, well, that makes sense. Because no one's ever says loafs. They say loaves. Loaves. I loathe the day. Oh, that's, wait, that's loathe. <laughs> <laughs> Not to be confused with our love of potato bread. <laughs> loathe. Anyway. I, I loathe those loaves of rye bread. Rye bread's fucking gross. Can we just talk about that real quick? I don't think I've ever had rye bread. Exactly. It's disgusting because mm. your parents love you. Mine don't. Um. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. That's probably true. Um. So going going to our topic of the day. Um. Toilets. Toilets. Apparently, two point six billion people don't even have access to a basic toilet. Um, which, coming from like an American perspective, is pretty shocking. Wow. But that's really shitty for them. It's really shitty. And the biggest concern becomes with hygiene and sanitation. Mm-hmm. So November twelfth, November nineteenth, rather, put that on your calendar, everyone, is World Toilet Day. So the United Nations created it to raise awareness about sanitation. Because um, I don't have the exact number, but a many, many, many children die every year um, from poor sanitation and hygiene. Yep, and a lot of it is correlated to the improper disposal. D- disposal. This, what is the word I'm looking for here? Disposal? I'm, disposal. Of your dumps. Of the shit. And it causes uh, sickness because it's dirty. And we're trying to go down with the sickness. Uh, classic song. <laughs> <laughs> like three people are going to get that reference. I know, the two kids with the long hair at home are going to be like... They, they understand me. I love that song. I brush my teeth to that song in the morning. Um, it, Remember it's... the toothbrush from the early 2000s that would play a song to you as you were brushing <laughs> your teeth? I just imagine someone like, instead of that, he taped his iPod shuffle to a toothbrush and it just goes, oh, <laughs> and it plays down with the sickness. Yeah. But instead of down with the sickness, it says down, down with, the, with the gingivitis. Down with the plaque. <laughs> Going down with the gingivitis. <laughs> uh, proper okay. hygiene is important. All right, maybe next episode we'll talk about gingivitis. Gingivitis, maybe. Maybe. That's a good idea, actually. Do we know any dentists? No. All right. Paging Dr. F- oh, cool. Goldstein? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Who's Dr. Is that your dentist, Dr. Gro- Go- Goldstein? Yes. It's all right. My my dentist's name is Dr. Grossman. <laughs> Dr. Grossman goes into my mouth. <laughs> oh, you don't want Grossman's in your mouth. Yeah, too late. He's already been in my mouth many times. Oh, okay. Um, I gotta take you to therapy after this. Um, <laughs> did you know the UN estimates that more people have mobile phones than toilets? That's crazy. That's the most 2019 fact I've ever fucking heard. It's 2018 though. Oh, whoops. That's the most 2018 fact I've ever heard. The Jump fact the that gun. we're more concerned about, like, Snapchatting our shit than actually, like, putting it in a proper location is <laughs> it's pretty ridiculous. That's really, that's really bad. That's fucking terrible. Yeah, no, not good. I'd be like, oh, I, like, I haven't washed my hands in four years, but, like, I got a Netflix and chill right now. <laughs> I bet you if Apple made a toilet, uh, more people would buy them. And the this Apple wouldn't be toilet? a problem. Yeah. Only if it plays down with the sickness every time I flush my <laughs> toilet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
So you oh, hit the, the flush, <laughs> you hit the flush button and it, it does the, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Going down with the feces. <laughs> I love that song. Oh, it's a classic song. It's classic so song. good. Uh, that should be our wedding song. It should. I was thinking um, more The Beautiful People by Marilyn Manson because I want to weed out the week at my wedding. But Down with the Sickness is also a great one. I think it's a good choice. Especially the end part where he's talking about like his childhood trauma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sorry, mommy. Like that part <laughs> scares me. But uh, Anyway, I think we've talked about... <laughs> Is this episode going to be about <laughs> disturbed instead of toilets? Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, I'm disturbed by this lack of toilets. Oh, yeah. Good segue. Ooh. So, so continue. You were saying. We were on bullet point E if you lost your spot in the notes. I know. I know exactly where I am. Okay. Um, <laughs> Little fun fact for everyone. The first toilet in a row when you walk into the bathroom it's typically the one that is least occupied, therefore the cleanest, because um, the theory is people want privacy, so they go to the last stall. So I learned something recently from my cousin. Um, she says that, can you confirm this, that girls have poop shoes. So when they go to the bathroom, they change their shoes, and they poop in those shoes exclusively, <laughs> so that when they go back to wherever they were, nobody recognized that they were taking a massive dump. <laughs> I have, have heard that. I personally haven't done that because I don't give a shit. Um, and coincidentally, like the place I work in, um, the bathroom's like closed off, so you don't have to worry about anyone looking under the stall. Because um, I know she said it like she does it when she goes to work, so no one is like, "Bitch, I saw those Uggs. I know it was you." Yeah. So what do you do? You put on like your old navy flip flops and go take a dump. Yes. <laughs> You're like, no me exactly this foot tattoo is not memorable <laughs> at all <laughs> well if you wear closed-toed shoes all the time yeah i mean i have heard of i also really don't care who knows there was one time where um the bathrooms at my place of employment have terrible ventilation um so there was one time where um i as previously stated forgot i was lactose intolerant um and it was grilled cheese day and <laughs> I made the best grilled cheese with all the cheese. And then my body was like, you can't have cheese. <laughs> and um, something happened. And <laughs> I walked out of the bathroom. And, like, the person who was walking into the bathroom, um, I just kind of gave him a nod. And I was like, he's not going to make it. <laughs> and <laughs> I turned around. And all I hear is, oh, no. <laughs> and he walked out. <laughs> this man had to urinate. <laughs> you put him through some real trauma. That was a hypothetical humans exclusive. Um, <laughs> Sharing stories from our was, past. And like there wasn't a Febreze in the world to save me. <laughs> uh, like I know people who carry around poopery, but like I don't know when I'm really going to want ice cream. <laughs> this is a real traumatic talk we're having, isn't it? I'm actually crying right now. This um, is a therapy session for us. Or for you, rather. Not really for me, because I can't relate. Uh, no, you got pretty emotional when we talked about Down with the Sickness. Um, <laughs> I do really like that song. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> he walked out of the bathroom and he was 
<laughs> and then like okay. i can't even pretend like it wasn't me and like i can't be like oh i walked in there and it was like that the whole time like clearly if he can't handle it um why was i in there for the past 15 minutes and 48 seconds that's what you call natural selection if he can't handle it then he can't hang then he's gonna get a uti from peeing above the odor of your shit is that how he's gonna get a uti no um by peeing in a bucket because he can't face it. What? <sighs> so upsetting. <laughs> okay, uh, so after that therapy session, uh, what was the next thing you were saying? Uh, um, I was going to say um, washing hands. I found a, a fun, fun, fun fact that says only 1 in 20 people wash their hands properly after going to the toilet. So I don't know if that means like you're making an attempt where you're just kind of splashing the water over and going, yup. Um, <laughs> or if you're putting the soap on because you feel like if a soap is anywhere near the radius of your hand, that means you're clean. I know the proper hand washing technique is you rub together, scrub, 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 scrub. Yeah, and you sing the happy in, birthday song. Sing the happy birthday song and then you go in between your fingers, you kind of scrub up in the nail area, you gotta go all the way up to your elbow like meredith gray does in those doctor scenes um i don't think people do that i know for a fact that nobody does that no um and according to this only 70 77 percent of males wash their hands before leaving the bathroom as opposed to 93 percent of females i think that's because um guys don't have to like wipe after they pee whereas like me like i have to get all up in my business yeah like, theoretically, as a male, you can pee without touching anything. Wait. You can just, like, it, well, in a urinal, it's easier. Because it's directly in front of you, so there's no, like, you know, accidental spillage or anything like that. But yeah. Or, like, you know, overspray. But <laughs> How often does overspray happen to you? More than you think. <laughs> Guys, please tell, you know, let the ladies know. Overspray is a real thing. But in a... Does it come um, back, like, on your pants or just, like, on on the tip? No, it would be, like, on the bowl, like, on the the edge of the seat and stuff like that, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen that before. I thought you meant, like, it was coming onto you, like, a splashback situation. No, no, not like a splashback. That's, like, intense. No, like, in a urinal, because it's directly in front of you and you don't necessarily have to aim, you just whip it out and let it rock. You don't have to, you technically don't have to touch anything. So if you just pull your pants down enough, you can just do it. When I was in elementary school, there was a rumor. Well, it wasn't a rumor because it was real. There was this one kid who would use a urinal, but he would take his pants completely off. <laughs> <laughs> like around the, the ankles or like totally off? No, like totally off. Um, what? And I remember the boys coming back being like, um, I saw his penis again and his butt cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he was just proud of what he had. I had... It, eight years old no one needs to see that no you're right that's not a normal thing maybe he had like a problem like some type of like uh repressed energy no i was gonna say like a repressed issue but big dick energy is probably also a possibility yeah it's probably really sad um but to lighten the mood there's an entire theme park dedicated to toilets in South Korea, it's called the Toilet Culture Park. So we'll, we'll be reporting live there maybe one day. <laughs> Aren't South Koreans very, very clean people? Yeah. Yeah. And they, like I know, and I think the Japanese, 
I, th- I think a lot of Asian cultures are like this, but um, specifically the Japanese and the South Koreans, they take pride in cleanliness. Oh, absolutely. So, like, if you've ever seen pictures of, um, like, toilets in Japan, like, they're insane. Like, those little uh, paper they... sheet thingies that you put on the seat before you use it, like, they have, like, automated ones. So you, like, wave your hand over it, and it, like, does it for you, which is insane. And it, like... They have, like, super-duper toilets where they, like, scrub your butthole. That Remember that movie? Cool. What was that movie? Oh, and, um, uh, uh, uh... Why Him? Yeah, the one with Brian Cranston and James Franco. Yeah, and they had a super toilet. Yep, it was from Japan. Mm-hmm. I'd buy me one of those. I want a bidet so bad. Why? So you can wash your booty hole? Yeah. Because hmm. everyone knows. I've talked about it openly. Um, I want to go smaller. <laughs> since when and also i feel like it would be so nice you know late at night when you get that like mystery dump and you're like what did i eat and um you don't want to wipe but you know you have to i feel like it would be just nice to be like siri scrub my butt (laughs) and it just does it for you um no i can't relate the sensation of not wanting to wipe (laughs) (laughs) oh okay um all right. Um, I thought we were on the same laziness scale, but I was wrong. Is that what that smell is? <laughs> Did you not wipe again? <laughs> no, I always do. It's just sometimes I think about not. Oh, think about. Think about. But I've never not not. You want to talk about bacteria? <laughs> yeah, okay. Let's get past the, uh, the uh... fact that you don't wipe your butthole. <laughs> I do wipe my butthole. Do you want to check? No, I don't I want just to check. said it's that sometimes dirty. it's a burden for me. I think about it and I'm like... Oh. You do have short arms. I do. And, oh, can we talk about this really quick? Do you wipe sitting down or standing up? Sitting? Yeah. Apparently there's some people who wipe standing up. <laughs> what the fuck? That's... Who has the time for that? Who wants to get up and like... My question is, are you just doing like a power squat in the middle of the air? You're putting your foot up on the toilet? What are you doing? How are you getting to the hole? Apparently, um, people, like the two different groups of people, whether they sit or they squat, they don't know about each other. Yeah, but now you guys know, so talk about it. You're welcome. I discovered that like last year via BuzzFeed article. Yeah, me too. And it Consider yourself fucking educated. ruined my life. <laughs> and then like I happened to be talking about it with a stander and I was like, excuse me, what the fuck is wrong with you? But I'm also, um, I have very, very short arms for, for me to stand up and touch my butthole. It's not happening. <laughs> nope, not at all. But do you wipe, do you grab like from, I mean, you have like things but do you come from the front or from the back? From the back. My arms are long enough. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't read. I've tried. Like, I've really tried, too, because I'm like, maybe this is, like, better. And, like, I just don't know about it. <laughs> um, and I, like, tried, and I was like, no. This is getting really personal. <laughs> yeah, but, like, I, I don't know who taught me to wipe that way. Like, I feel like I've been wiping wrong. Not necessarily. I don't think it really matters. Yeah, it's like up to your... It's all about ergonomics. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to teach my kids how to wipe themselves. You can do whatever you want, sweetheart. Whatever's more comfortable for you. As long as that paper comes up clean and not a little bit of brown, you good. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, what was the Bacteria. I have so many of them. Oh, uh, yeah. 
So flies breeding and feeding on feces are one of the main vehicles of delivering infectious organisms back to humans. So that's horrifying. Mm -hmm. Um, One gram of feces contains 10 million viruses, 1 million bacteria, and 1,000 parasitic cysts. So don't eat your shit, I guess. Like, I don't know what to make of that. Don't play with this shit. Don't play with other people's shit. Yeah, like shit plays. I'm all for like doing what the fuck you want. But like, why? Why do you have to play with your shit? Like, that's w- not great. You know what's actually disgusting? The whole uh, this happened to Taco Bell, and I think also Chipotle with the whole E. coli out- outbreak. Mm. That was probably from somebody either in that restaurant or in the factory that took a shit, had shit on their hands, and then went back to work and got it on the food. How the fuck are you wiping that you're getting shit? on your hands or don't realize that you have shit on your hands <laughs> like you're like oh this leftover chocolate from before <laughs> um when i had a melted Hershey's bar <laughs> makes sense no it's fucking shit on your hand greg ruining chipotle i hope they fired him and also sued him i know man god i hope chipotle chipotle though i almost called it chipotle <laughs> uh, i hope chipotle has another incident of equal because every time they do they have like the best promos um, like, after the first one, they were just giving away free burritos, like, all day, every day, because yep. they really wanted you to come back. Yeah, one time I was on campus uh, at school, St. John's University. Shout out, you know, St. John's University. Um, And, no, I came out, and everybody in the parking lot had a free burrito coupon, like, in their windshield wiper. And I was like, oh, shit. This is great. I don't think I ever used the coupon. Nope. Because at the time, I wasn't really, like, a huge fan of Chipotle. And that was also, like, r- literally right after they closed all the restaurants and then, like, reopened them yeah. to clean their lettuce. See, Chipotle, like, I do actually like Chipotle. Yeah, I like But Chipotle every time now. I eat it, I get heartburn every single time. So that's why I don't and eat it often. And it's so inconsistent. You're, oh, like, one so day. so inconsistent. One day, the guy did have a little doo-doo on his hands. One day, he didn't. Yeah, when he does, it probably tastes even better. Flavor. You know? But sometimes, it's, like, really good, and sometimes, it's just really bad. Like, one time, we got, like, a chicken burrito, and the chicken was really spicy. And oh, we like so spicy good. food, so it was delicious. But it's never been spicy again. No. And it's, like, fucking ridiculous. And there's times where, like, the beans are, like, so, like, mushy and delicious. And there's times where they're fucking hard and gross. Yep. They're and almost, like, just... stale. <sighs> We stopped getting beans because we were like, this isn't... This is where the inconsistency lies. I dropped my What's phone. with the background noise? I dropped my phone. Oh. Filibuster. Okay, filibuster. I'm going to move on to the next topic now. Um, so, approximately 1 billion people uh, in the world of a population of, what are we at, 7 billion, 8 billion? 6 foot, 7 foot, uh, 8, 8 think. billion, so one-eighth of the population still shit outside. Mm-hmm. And over half of that one billion are actually from India. So, which would make sense because isn't India the most populous nation, or is that China? Um, it's one of the the other. I don't know. I I think it's India. Um, like per capita, or no, no, sorry, like the population density, I think is higher in in India than it is in China. Because there's like mountainous there's less, regions yeah, and yeah. stuff like that where you, it's like uninhabitable. There's only one mountain goat. His name is Todd. <laughs> Todd the mountain goat. <laughs> um, so in India, according to a National Geographic uh, article, which was very informative, by the way, um, 
it stated that if you walk along, you know, any train tracks or walk along um, anywhere in like a rural area, you will regularly encounter a human turd just basking there in the hot Indian sun. Uh, I've encountered human turds and it's fucking traumatic. Oh, it's disgusting. Yeah. It ruins your entire day. It really does. Because it's not just like looking at the shit. Like I I look before I flush. Um, but it's knowing that someone had the audacity to be like, this is a sidewalk. Hmm. Yeah, I'm going to shit right here. And then they just do it. One time I was uh, coming out of the subway. It was it was on uh, the 169th Street in Jamaica in Queens. The F train subway. I was coming out of it, coming out of work. And I was walking up the stairs. And I encountered a fresh human <laughs> shit sitting in the middle of the fucking stairs. How did you know it was human? You can tell a human shit from an animal <laughs> shit. A human shit is distinctively distinctive it's so right? human it was human shit was it like girthy or was it we're so snaky both it was huge <laughs> and like for, it was on state like if you've ever taken a new york city subway you know that the stairs are, are pretty steep sometimes mm-hmm. and because you have to go underground some some bit like the fact that this person this human was able to drop his shit that's when you're an expert you know that person that's not the first time they've no. shit on stairs he's like fuck this stair in particular i'm gonna shit on it <laughs> he ran see. out of money on his metro car and he's like fuck this entire <laughs> city i'm shitting on your stairs. i'm tired of the f train having delays <gasps> <laughs> he's like he went up to the conductor and he's like do you guys have a restroom and they were like no <laughs> just dropped a turd right there so he's like i'm just gonna shit on this like that's a high angle shit that he took i would like i like to imagine that he wasn't coming from the subway that he was just walking around he was at dunkin donuts and then he was like can i use the restroom and they were like oh it's out of water and he was on his way home and he was just like oh too late too late and the sidewalk he was a classy man he was like i'm not gonna do it on the sidewalk i'm gonna use the steps but it was like and he used it like a squatty potty it was literally during rush hour so there are dozens of people coming out of this train and everybody, the, the look of disgust, everybody's like, uh, uh, shit. Uh, uh, and they're like, and wasn't going it around like a it. warm day? It was a rainy day. I remember very vividly. <laughs> it was a rainy day. So maybe he thought, you know, the rain would wash it away. And... No, it was underground. The rain doesn't get down there. <laughs> Somebody had to pick it up. Oh my God. Poor kid on his first day of his sanitation job. Is yeah, those are eager. the MTA subway cleaners. Oh, poor guy. I mean, oh, it's man. better than a body, I guess, but it's not great. I guess, yeah. Write us in. If you if you um do any sort of cleaning, would you rather clean shit or a body? Please let us know. <sighs> I don't know. Because I'm very curious, actually. <laughs> right. Because they both, like, don't smell great. Um, <laughs> But, like, a body, like, you can kind of, like, understand. Like, all right, like, you know, you died. Um, But, like, a shit, you can control that. Yeah, you can. You knew what was happening. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I I have no words. It was a very traumatic experience in my life. Like your uh, your lactarded um, grilled cheese problem. Maybe it wasn't as traumatic for you as it was for that kid that went to the bathroom <laughs> after you. Poor guy. I mean, that's not the first time and it won't be the last time that's happened. Um, he probably quit his job. He probably committed suicide. You know what the worst is? When you're like in a public bathroom or any like space and... um. You're, you're not doing good with your stomach. And um, 
like sometimes like I'll accidentally crop dust people and I feel bad, but like <laughs> you can't stop it. And then the worst is um I was somewhere and I uh, farted and <laughs> some girl came up behind me and went, it was just like farts in here. Wasn't that at work too? Yes. <laughs> she said somewhere. Well, she was trying to cover it up. No, that was at work too. <laughs> I was trying to cover it up. And um, they fucking bring in ice cream all the time. What am I supposed to do? Have self-control? <laughs> And um, I farted, and she was like, oh, my God, it smells like farts. And I was like, oh, my God, yeah, crazy, because I couldn't lie. Like, I, I smelled you it as well. Lie. Um, I just didn't say who it was. And because <laughs> most people assume, podcast. like, it's a dude, and um, it's usually a girl. Girls are gross. She's going to listen to this episode and come up to you and be like, And I'm going to get a phone call that's like, excuse me, are you, you're the farter? <laughs> <laughs> you're the tutor? Nah. You're the hallway tutor? Uh, anyway, back to the um, the Indian epidemic of uh, public defecation. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a common practice for people to walk around with a small ca- ca- uh, small canister called a loda, which they fill with water and use to wash themselves after they take a nice nature dump. <laughs> uh, is it like a funnel mechanism? No, no, no it's kind of like a like a spout, like kind of like one of those things you make iced tea in. Okay, and are they pouring it on themselves or taking, like, a rag and dipping it in? I would assume that they pour it on themselves. You know, it's like one of those, like, sangria pitchers. Think of it like that. Hmm, delicious and functional. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it's actually, like, a huge problem in India, just from the sheer amount of people that do it. But uh, over the last 30 years, the Indian government has been trying to build low-cost latrines. But they get so disgusting and they aren't maintained that people will still rather shit outside. That's, like, very, very bad. Yeah. The fact that the government's actually trying, but they don't maintain it. Yep. So now, because they're so disgusting, most people just, if they're, like, on their property or they're near their property, people will uh, use them to store, like, their belongings and tools. It's kind of like a shed. Oh, wow. Um, and some of them also just get inhabited by, like, small animals. Like, there's, like, squirrels in India or, like, raccoons and shit. I don't know what kind of animals they have, but stuff Camels. like that. Camels are not small. <laughs> You've been watching too imagine, much Aladdin. <laughs> imagine uh, it's a little monkey named Geppetto. Um, <laughs> imagine opening a outhouse. Geppetto door. is from Pinocchio. <laughs> Fuck. It's Abu. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops! I'm sorry. I'm not the one with the Disney paraphernalia in my room. Um, I don't have Disney paraphernalia in my room. Okay, it's one Lion King poster, but it's okay, still. Yeah, it's not even mine. <laughs> Um, imagine opening, like, an outhouse door and there's a fucking camel taking a dump. <laughs> he's like, hey, man, that's my toilet. <laughs> it's Joe Camel, actually, and he's smoking one of his own cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yep, but it is a major problem. So, the current Indian Prime Minister has actually invested $40 billion to build 100 million toilets by the end of 2019. So, they're hoping by, uh, by the end of next year that this will improve but um it doesn't seem like it will um the person that wrote the article for the national geographic for national geographic um went to a village that did have some of the uh the newly constructed outhouses and um they said and they interviewed this woman and quote it's for washing clothes and bathing 
we don't have sorry we have a lot of open space why shouldn't we use that so it's kind of ingrained in them that you know just shit outside you have all this space why wouldn't you just do it there it's it's like uncommon for Mm -hmm. them as common it is for us to use a restroom here it's common for them to just use a field yeah and i think the issue is um on the part of education i know that the world toilet organization um has actually made an effort to educate people on sanitation um and hygiene in regards to like toilet behavior um and the importance of cleanliness because there is a risk for disease but the issue is these people don't because it's been so ingrained in them that okay we go to the bathroom outside it's not really a big deal um whereas an american i know if you told me like just shit on the sidewalk i'd be like um no nah, i'll shit my pants it's fine <laughs> um like i'd rather shit my pants than shit outside but that's very much an american ideal and it's also because we have the basis of education to understand the issues that come along with it it is if you think about it um I mean, like most other things that Americans have, even the most um, poor, uh, bathrooms are a luxury. Yeah, there's, I don't know firsthand, but I'm sure there are people um, in more rural areas that don't have bathrooms. But that might be because they don't have like running water. Right. I know um, we have a friend who has a house upstate and his dad uses it during the winter. Um, and every time you go up to this house, you have to turn the water physically on. Well, that, that's just because you they're not there often enough. And yeah, you don't yeah, want yeah. anything to get, like, all the plumbing to get destroyed because it's not um, running properly. So. But, like, his dad will go there during the winter and just won't turn on the water. And they just, like, go in a bucket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, like, I heard that and I was like, oh, yeah, we're not coming here during the winter. Definitely not. No, sorry. <laughs> But that's a way of life for many, many people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's just normal for them. So, um, but I think the biggest issue with in India is the disposal. Um, so I know you showed me a video, a picture rather, of this woman and her daughter, and it's a little like outdoor toilet esque thing, um, which is on the body of water. And then she is washing her daughter's face right next to it. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then that 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 toilet dumps directly into the little body of water. Um, it just to give a little. I think it was actually Vietnam that that picture was captioned in. Oh, okay. But the uh, it was a it was a farmer. It was a uh, a fish farmer. So it was essentially what looked like a little pond, and they had nets, and they're just farming the fish, and the like poop will actually help. Uh, add nutrients into the water apparently yeah because like manure yeah that the fish kind of eat and and stuff like that so it's nutritionist for what's in the water so i guess their rationale which does make perfect sense is that if it's good for them it's good for us or Mm -hmm. it's not bad for them so it's not bad for us so they'll also bathe in there and they'll also drink from there because it is fresh water but they are putting human waste into it uh at the same time i think the um main issue that would arise in america theoretically if tomorrow there was a law or something that said we're not going to use toilets remove them all from your home the main issue that would occur um is because right now americans are so over medicated and everyone's on like a million different drugs 
um, when you excrete those, where it be through urine or fecal matter, um, it then goes into our water supply. Um, and obviously, like, our water here goes through an extreme purification process, and there's not really a risk of that. But I think if we were just, like, going outside and then, like, the rainwater is going off, it could do more damage to um, the whole, like, ecosystem as a whole. Yeah, and all the infrastructure and all that stuff. Like, all all the animals would be on birth control all of a sudden. Yeah, nothing would, would reproduce. No. It would be insane. Everything would be sterile. It would be very bad. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, um, uh, that's my spiel on uh, India and shitting outside. Yeah, so that's uh, sad. We have to change that. Um, something else we have to change. San Francisco has a shitting problem. They do. So, there is an application called Snapcrap. Um, it's where residents of San Francisco take a picture of the shit on the street um, and can request a street and sidewalk cleaning. So, if you see shit on the street, you take a picture and submit it, and it instantly goes to their 311 system, uh, which then puts in a ticket and someone cleans it. Yep. And the app, you can even uh, track the progress of it. So Amazing. let's say you come out, someone just took a hot dump on your stoop. You know what? You use a snap crap app, head over to work, and you can track the progress of your ticket. Mm-hmm. You see, oh, great. They picked up a shit in yeah. front of my house. Awesome. It's because San Francisco has a really, really, really bad homelessness problem in conjunction with a really bad drug problem. Um, so that being said, they have a lot of stray shits. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because in New York City, I know we talked about that one issue um but being a not technically not a resident of new york city but going there often enough i've never seen like shit on the sidewalk um but over the summer we did go to downtown los angeles um which if anyone's not familiar with downtown los angeles highly recommend looking it up um so the area we stayed in was very nice, very up and coming, very Williamsburg, Brooklyn esque. Um, and then you go a, a block over, and it's a uh, Tent City Skid Row. So all of the homeless people from there were just walking around where we were. Um, they weren't problematic or anything, um, but the world was their toilet, um, <laughs> and the entire city smelled like urine. Yeah, and there was. We saw shits, and we smelled shits mm-hmm. everywhere. Yep. But, but it's weird because there they would be, sh- like, shit there, but the rest of the city and much of all the other... We visited San Diego as well. Um, it's very clean from trash. Yeah. There's no trash anywhere. So, like, New York City, you'll find trash, like, little, like, papers and napkins and water bottles and stuff like that, like, on street corners where, like, the wind blows or, mm-hmm. like... You know, when cars drive by, it kind of pushes everything to the side. Um, it does get clean. Like, the street you know, the street um, sweepers come by. And obviously, New York City is a lot more populous than mm-hmm. Los Angeles is. Um, and it's also um, a lot smaller. smaller. But that's why I like the, the density is a lot more. Mm-hmm. But it's still much cleaner in California than it is here from trash. It's insane. But we don't have shit. I think yeah, which is weird because... It's funny to see what areas like invest their money on. So New York City is very um, passionate about like eradicating homelessness and making sure people are sheltered. So there's a lot of programs in place. Yes, you do see people on the street. 
but I'd say a majority of people who are truly homeless are being sheltered. Um, so we don't really have that issue of um, stray shits. Mm-hmm. But in California, they did try to um, help this issue of um, homeless people not having a restroom because... Uh, what I One thing I found interesting from my research is that in America, we don't charge people to use our bathrooms, but a lot of the times it's a customer-only thing. So if you go into a restaurant, you can't just... Most of the time, if you say, hey, can I use your bathroom? They say, like, hey, it's for customers only. Um, and you have to buy something, and then they'll let you go. In Europe, they actually charge you about a euro and a half um, to use their bathroom. But I think it's interesting that in california their idea was the state funded uh porta potties that they put around skid row in these like tent city areas um for the intention of these people being able to like clean themselves um go to the bathroom have some sort of like peace um they they didn't use it for that um instead it became a prostitution hub oh they're so clever look at that you know what and in california you had the best of intentions and you know what you made someone's day better <laughs> yes, someone got a crack rock and someone got a blowy so yep. at least they have the decency to do it behind closed doors and not just doing it in the middle of like the road honestly i think they're doing it behind closed doors so they don't get arrested oh either way it still you helps the average you're, show you're good for you girl mm-hmm Makes sense. So, do you wash your hands after you go to the bathroom? Yes, always. I actually do always wash my hands when I come out of the bathroom. But, do I scrub my hands after I use the bathroom like a surgeon? No. Is there times where you do where you're like, oh no, like I need to scrub? Not really, no. Do you scrub your hands like a surgeon? Only when I have my period. <laughs> really? Yeah, because I get blood on my hands. That's not what <laughs> anybody disgusting. wants to hear. Um... Yeah. Wow. But that's really the only time. I mean, I I do clean well. I'm a very clean gal. Um, I take exfoliation seriously. Oh, yeah. You know I'm like a clean, clean freak. Like I said before, if, if anything touched my hands, like any like if I'm eating something and I get like grease on it or um, it gets sticky. Like if my hands get sticky, I fucking freak out. I know. It's, Can't it's wait horrible. to raise children with this. <laughs> it's like, if yeah, if I get anything stick on my hands, like I have to wash it immediately. Mm-hmm. But you're a very clean boy. Like, I'm looking at Nick's fingernails right now, and they're very, like, trimmed. And, like, you know when you look at a man's hand and you're like, oh, he's definitely not fingering anyone anytime soon? Because <laughs> there's just, like, uh, black tar heroin under his nails. <laughs> this is the only way I can describe it. Um, That's fucking gross. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't ever uh, have crap underneath my fingernails like dirt or anything like that um it does happen if i'm like working on my car or something like that yeah but that's inevitable but i'll like cut my nails after or scrape it out because it's unattractive like it's gross yeah so not sucking on your big toe with the smegma under it exactly no smegma nails all right i hope you loved our ted talk um (laughs) (laughs) on shit (laughs) Listen to us anywhere. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Overcast, and more. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram. On Twitter and Instagram, we are at HypoHumans. And uh, on the internet, um, I'm at Casealicious. And I'm at Nickelodeon. And send us an email. 
hypotheticalhumans at gmail.com. Do you have have lactose intolerance too? Do you also think ice cream is so delicious and you don't understand why God would punish you in such a way? Send us an email. We could bond. Maybe there's a support group. I don't fucking know. (laughs) Um, We have new episodes every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Woo, yeah. Don't forget, make sure you do tune in. Every episode is always going to come out at 9 a.m. 9 a.m. And this episode, we did something a little different where we took links of all our research and put it in the description. So if you want to learn more or you want to fact check us, Mm -hmm. um, hop into that description, educate yourself. Um, And if you like this podcast, tell a friend, rate, review, subscribe, all that shit. Um, All right. Yep. Closing it out. Have 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 a hypothetical evening. Yeah. Until next Wednesday at nine AM. We'll see you then, pal. Bye. Stay hypo. Bye. Bye.